Hey guys, it's Rachel. Welcome back to Sound of Silence. And sadly, this is the last and final episode. Um, but before we start, I wanted to thank you guys so much for all of the support. You have no idea how much this means to me. And um, yeah, I just, I'm so grateful for you guys. And um, I hope you enjoy the last episode. And I will be coming out with another novel this year. Uh, So stay tuned for that. But other than that, let's get into the reading. So, how do you plan to kill her? Said Brandon. We're doing it tonight. We could burn down the house like we did to her parents. Or we could use the seasoning trick again. Said Allie's mom. What did my mom just say? Her and Brandon are the ones who started that dang fire and killed my parents? This was never my fault. And all this time, they're going to try to kill me. (sighs) I can't believe this. My whole life, all my friends, all my life decisions, all my regrets were never my fault. Why would they try to kill my parents and me? I needed to do some searching around here. Allie's hands were shaking, and she crept into her parents' room. She found an old cassette tapes and put them into the TV. Family killed in a fire, but one little miracle survived. The father of this child owns a large business that is worth billions of dollars, and apparently his business partner betrayed him. He wanted all the money that was left over, but this little girl inherits it all. Luckily, the little girl is adopted, but we can't seem to find these criminals. Back to you, Johnny, said the lady on the news. Oh, my God, I was never poor. I'm actually rich, and my parents are the ones who killed my real parents. They're going to kill me to steal my money, said Allie as she started to get sweaty palms and hyperventilate. Allie was tired and weak, and she realized she wasn't normal, and she never would be after this. Allie threw the medication out the window. It was supposed to be time for her to take it. Then she saw Jacob again, and she was finally happy. Allie decided she needed to be finally confident, and that hearing was never what she thought it was. Allie didn't want to hear anymore. After all, Mia's rude comments, Mr. Harvey and Miss Carrie's bickering, her adopted parents killing her real parents, and so much more. Allie didn't want to hear anymore. And there was no way to reverse the surgery. Allie took the knives she made that she used and killed the real Jacob with. She noticed they were slim enough to fit in her ear canal. Here we go. Hearing has made my life a living hell, and all I want is to do what makes me happy and hear what makes me happy, which is Jacob. I don't care if I'm a psychopath. It's who I am. I have to embrace that now more than ever, or I'll die tonight. Allie said to herself. Allie took the knives and was slowly going to put them in her ears, but she didn't have time for that. Allie's hands were quivering, and Allie put a towel in her mouth so she wouldn't scream. Allie shoved the knives into her ears, and there was blood gushing all over the place. Allie grunted as she took out the towel. There were teeth marks. Allie ran back into her parents' room, and fetched all the candles she could find. 
Dear, come down for dinner, said Allie's mom. Allie lit the candles and put them in a basket. Goodbye, Allie said as she dropped all the candles they were going to use on her. Allie ran out the back door and watched the house burn to pieces. The house wood was being shredded and burnt up in flames. The knives were still in Allie's ears, and Allie saw Mia walking back from her dad's new restaurant. Allie took the knives out of her ears. Ah, Allie, you bloody mess. Don't get that on my new outfit, said Mia. Oh, save it, Mia. The truth is, I could hear this whole time, but I don't want to hear, because I have to hear you bullying me every day, along with other things. Maybe if you knew what it was like to be deaf, this world would be a better place, said Allie. Allie stabbed Mia's ears. Mia tried to fight back. Allie held, I held her hand, I held my hand on, over her mouth. Her high-pitched scream turned into a mumble as the sound echoed back from my hand. Allie saw Chanel drinking a coffee down the street. Allie ran to Chanel. Chanel, you ever think that Mia's just bossing you around and you're her little puppet? I could hear all this time, and if you knew what it was like to be that deaf, this world wouldn't be like this. I don't want to hear now, so let me help you. Allie stabbed Chanel's ears. Chanel had tears dripping down her face. It's okay, Chanel. It's going to be okay, said Allie as she fixed Chanel's hair and left her on the street. Allie was very skinny, and her ribs popped out through her stomach, and her spine was noticeably thin through her skin. Allie ran to Miss Carrie's house because that was her only hope. Miss Carrie, yelled Allie as she knocked on the door with her bloody fists. Allie! What what happened? A lot of things. I found out my parents now killed my real, real parents, and they were the ones who started the fire, and they were planning to kill me the same way, so I killed them instead, because apparently the will is left to me, and our family is rich. I also lied to you. I got the hearing surgery, and I didn't tell you because I wanted us to spend more time together. You'll probably hate me now and think I'm a freak, but... I don't like taking the medication, and I like the people and things in my imagination. It's who I am, and I can't change that. I'm sorry for everything, said Allie in tears as she hugged Miss Carrie. Allie, it's okay. I love that you're going to be yourself. I'm here for you no matter what, Mr. Harvey says. It's you and me, okay? You're safe here, said Miss Carrie, comforting Allie. Also, I found out you were having financial problems, and when I saw the cassette tape of the news at their house, I stole the bank number as I was rummaging through the cabinets. So if you ever need any money, here's the code, said Allie. Really? Oh, thank you, Allie, but I can't accept this, said Miss Carrie. I know, because that's the kind of person you are. That's why I already put the code under your name, so I gave it all to you. Allie, you didn't need to do that. I love you, daughter, said Miss Carrie. Miss Carrie, I'm not your daughter, I'm your student, Allie said. Well, if it's okay with you, I wanted to adopt you, said Miss Carrie. Wait, really? So you're not mad? And, and you're adopting me? Said Allie. Yes, to both of your questions. I love you, Mom, 
said Allie. I love you too, Allie, said Miss Carey. Allie gave Miss Carey a hug. Here's the thing I never told anyone, but Mr. Harvey wanted you to go to the mental hospital, and I said no because I knew you needed me, but that wasn't the only reason. I have schizophrenia, and I've been in a mental hospital, and it doesn't cure you the same as people around you, and I had a mind of my own too, but I took the medication and let them take control, and now I'm better, but I know what it's like to feel free. I also never told you I used to be deaf, and I got a hearing surgery, so I could date at the date of 1126, and I only got it so more people would hang out with me, but that ruined my life too. The hearing surgery was never a new thing, I just decided to introduce it to you because I thought it might help you more than it helped me. I didn't have the courage that you did. I found the person I wanted to be with, and that's you, Allie, sighed Miss Carrie. Yeah, well, you already know I'm crazy for you when I faked being deaf, (laughs) sighed Allie. I better get some rest. Mr. Harvey and I have a wedding soon, said Miss Carrie. Yeah, totally. Uh, I better get some rest, too. You know, school, said Allie. Okay, well, remember, you're going to have to stay here in that room to your right. Make sure you get those knives out of your ears, because that's what you did, right? Said Miss Carrie as she smiled at Allie. I will, said Allie. Allie pulled the knives out of her ears, even though she already did. She did a motion that was pulling them out just to show Miss Carrie. I had my lipstick in my pocket and decided to put it on. Hey, Allie, may I have this dance? Tonight was supposed to be prom, but you know, said Jacob. Sure, why not? Allie grabbed the doorknob and spun around. Allie's feet moved back and forth. This is pretty fun, actually. I don't care what anyone thinks anymore. This is great, Jacob. I can only hear you and the people I want to hear. I have that choice, and I'm lucky I'm deaf, said Allie. Jacob spun Allie around. So, what about the wedding, said Jacob. Yeah, I don't know, but Allie stopped herself. Allie just realized what Miss Carrie was trying to tell her, and she didn't want Mr. Harvey in her life. And all he did was bad. I don't mean to be rude, but there's something I need to do, said Allie. Allie grabbed the knives and snuck out the window. Allie's jeans snagged on the window seal, which left a rip. She went to her school and after hours, and saw Mr. Harvey working. Hey, Mr. Harvey, said Allie as she walked into the classroom. Allie, why are your ears bleeding, wrote Mr. Harvey. I stabbed them out with two knives because I didn't want to hear anymore, said Allie. So you could hear. Well, I'm not surprised. I suspected it, said Mr. Harvey. You're not allowed to marry Miss Carey or kick me out of her life because she's adopting me. I found out my adopted parents were the ones who started the fire, and they were trying to kill me because my parents left the will to me. Apparently, they were rich. You know what I did to those people? I burned their entire house down, along with them, said Allie. Imagine what I'm going to do to you. Miss Carrie's mine, 
and she even admitted that she didn't want people like you in her life. So tell me, Mr. Harvey, why did you date Miss Carey in the first place? Allie said. The same reason you like her. We both liked her kind soul, and I've never met someone like that, said Mr. Harvey. That doesn't mean you get to push her around. Lucky for Miss Carey, I care about her a lot, and I'm not afraid to put you in your place, said Allie. Trust me, little girl, you will never take Miss Carey from me as long as I live, said Mr. Harvey. Glad you said that, because that makes it easy for me, said Allie. Allie came at Mr. Harvey's throat with her knife. Mr. Harvey was strong and held Allie's forearm. Allie kicked his ankle and sliced his neck. Allie left the crime scene and went back to Miss Carey's house. I made everything right, Allie said. What do you mean? Mr. Harvey's dead. I killed him. It's just you and me, Jacob. You, me, and Jacob now, Allie said. Okay, well, I guess it is, and I'm happy we're both at peace now, said Miss Carey. Actually, there's one more thing I have to do. Can I invite someone over for dinner, Allie said. Yes, of course, but who is it? You will see. It's someone important, though. I will introduce you when they get there. Why don't you get ready in your room and I'll get ready in mine, said Miss Carey. Allie ran to her room. Allie took some scissors and cut her hair a little past her shoulders and cut her bangs so she didn't have to pull them to the side. Allie, can I come in, said Miss Carey as she knocked on Allie's door. Yeah, sure. Oh, wow, you cut your hair. It looks great, Allie. There's something I want you to have. It used to be mine when I was your age said Miss Carey as she gave Allie a light pink dress. The dress was short, and it had thin straps. The dress came up above the thigh. I don't know if it will fit you, but you should try it on, said Miss Carey. Okay, thank you. It looks like the gown I was wearing when my parents died, but I know it wasn't my fault now. I kind of avoided wearing that color because it reminded me of that day, but it's not a problem now. That's good. Now, why don't you go try it on? You like it? Said Allie as she tried it on and walked out of the dressing room. It's absolutely perfect, and it fits perfect, too, said Miss Carrie. Thank you, Miss Carrie. Allie wore her sneakers with the dress just because it was more comfortable. Get in the car, Allie said. What for? You'll see. Hi, are you Mia's father? Yes, I don't believe I know you, Mia's father said. Is that your daughter sitting in that chair? said Allie. Yes, why? Mia's father said. She probably doesn't recognize me, but I'm Allie Adams. Nice to meet you, Mr. Just call me Richard, he said. Okay, well, Richard, do you happen to know where the manager of Bob's Burgers, the old restaurant, that was here is? You should be right outside, Richard said. Okay, thank you, sir, Allie said. Allie walked outside. Hey, Dan, it's me. Oh, Allie, I didn't recognize you. You look really nice. What are you doing here, said Dan. I'm saving your restaurant, said Allie. What? How are you going to do that, said Dan. 
It's a long story, which I will tell you later. But I found out I'm rich. I'm buying out the new restaurant, and you're going to manage the new Bob's Burgers, Allie said. Oh my goodness, thank you so much, Allie, said Dan. Thank you, Dan. You've always been on my side. You're the one who cared about me, and just n- and not just the job, Allie said. Hello, Mia. OMG, Allie, that's you? You actually look nice for once, but you're still a disaster, wrote Mia on her phone. Allie walked over to Mia's dad. Hello, Richard. I'm buying this place for three million, one million more than what you paid. Face it, you're done. Now get out of my restaurant, Allie said. What? But I'm the only man who has money in this town. I want to see proof of that's your money, said Richard. This is the will, and get your dirty feet off my land, said Allie. Fine, I will just buy it somewhere else, said Richard. Allie got the restaurant back and now owned it. She made sure everyone that worked there was getting paid well. Allie remodeled the whole place. Dan, if you want, you can come over for dinner, said Allie. Okay, let's do it. Finally, I can take off these fancy clothes. I just needed to look rich so I could buy the place. I hate dressing like this, Allie said. I'm glad we could all come to terms, Miss Carrie said. What's for dinner, said Dan. Burgers, Allie said. They drove home to Miss Carrie's house. Well, this is nice. Thank you so much, Allie, and I'm happy you saved the restaurant. Yeah, me too. Dan went home after dinner, and Allie and Miss Carrie were on their way to the adoption center. Hello, I'm here to adopt Allie Adams. Allie was in tears, and she gave Miss Carrie a huge hug. Allie had smiled at Miss Carrie as they were having a conversation. Allie, I don't want to hear any more. You do the honors. Miss Carrie signed, a little scared. Only if you want. I don't want to force you, Allie said. No, go ahead, said Miss Carrie. Allie stabbed Miss Carrie's ears, and she was now deaf too. Allie was adopted, and she went back to Miss Carrie's house and listened to the sound of silence. Well, guys, that is the end of the entire book. Congratulations for finishing it. And again, thank you so much for all of the support. And I am so excited to see you guys again when I finish my next novel. And a little sneak peek, the next novel is called Brain Juice. So I hope you all enjoy the rest of your day. And yeah, bye guys. Thanks so much.